20 to 1 with uh, Sean Cosgrave, Matt Nevitt, and uh, Big V Racing, and uh, Andrew Bensley is uh, over in New Zealand at the moment because they're preparing for the sales, and he's caught up with uh, Cam Holt. Carl, thanks very much for joining us uh, this morning in our special broadcast from New Zealand, and at this time, there's nothing like a New Zealand yearling for the future, we hope for you. Indeed. Good morning to everybody out there. Um, yeah, we're over here doing the six-week, seven-week pre-it prior to the sales inspections with uh, John O'Shea's tour. And um, first time we've been back to New Zealand in uh, two, three years. So it's nice to be back and see all the green grass and uh, the great growing conditions for the horses out here. The New Zealand yearlings that hopefully will develop into stars in the future, uh, who knows? The, the dream is alive. but. They do have that unique look here, don't they? The New Zealanders and the weather that they've had with the beautiful green grass. Just the, the rich, fertile ground that's here. Indeed, yeah. No, we've been coming here now for this tour for about 10 years and we've seen you know, the quality of animal they produce out here and they certainly punch above their weight in the world stage. You look at the results in uh, anywhere in the world, but particularly, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, Hong Kong, you know, New Zealand horses, they do so well for, for uh, you know, for a small, popu po small horse population. It's outstanding. Can I ask you, uh, we're at Waikato Stud this morning, but uh, I know you're a lover of Purring Canto that stands at Little Avondale there. Uh, they've got a mixture of different stadiums here, haven't they, in New Zealand? They do, and they've worked very hard at, uh, at sort of mixing it up and getting some uh, bloodline in from overseas as well as the domestic bloodlines. But, you know, it's, it's not just the stallions, which they've worked very hard at. It's also the quality of the land. Um, you know, I equate New Zealand to being like Ireland in the Northern Hemisphere um, that has those great growing conditions to feed those big major markets. And they've done it, you know, year after year, decade after decade and done it in, in you know, in fine style. I've got to ask you, there'll be many li listeners of RSN uh, wondering, Car Holt is a reasonably new name for us in racing. Where did your interest in, in the game begin? Oh, I've been in the game quite a long time. So as, as John O'Shea once said, I was a, uh, an overnight success 20 years in the making. Um, you know, good horses, they take up time to find them and they come around now and again. And, you know, luckily I've had a couple that, uh, that have done really well in the last couple of years. But it's, um, you know, there's a bit of luck involved in the game. You try and sort of do the right things and uh, line with the good people and buy from the good farms. And, um, you know, if, if you keep doing that, hopefully a good one pops up, which has happened this year. We look at the yearlings as you are this week here in New Zealand for the uh, Karaka sale in late January and early Feb. But uh, Lost and Running and Zaki are two, particularly Zaki, that uh, the interest bought from overseas. You've had a, a, a really good end to it all in the spring. Uh, you just hope in the autumn, I guess, now. Yeah, it was it was a, a bit of an emotional roller coaster in the spring. You know, coming into it, we had the I had the second favourite for the Caulfield Cup, the Everest and the Cox Plate, and we came up with a scratching in the Everest. We came up with a wide draw in the Caulfield Cup, and we came up with the inside heavy track at the Cox Plate. So it didn't quite work out as we wanted through the through the spring, but obviously we finished on a high with Zaki, which was amazing. Um, you know, and he was uh, you know predominant that day. So have you spoken to Annabelle? I know she's been in Hong Kong the last few days with great joy with Laws of Indices running third in the mile. But what, what's the expectation maybe with Zaki in the autumn? Um, you know, he's an older horse now, so we've got to be very aware of that. But, you know, he's, no, he's showing no signs of it. He's still jumping around like a two-year-old. Um, so, you know, Annabelle will pick her way through the races. You know, the obvious races would be the All-Star Mile and the Queen Elizabeth would be the two big targets. Uh, I'm guessing we'd probably look at the Canterbury Stakes as a start-off point. Um, and, you know, whether the Australian Cup gets thrown into the mix um, with a week between that and the All-Star Mile, I don't know. But Annabelle, you know, she's a genius. She'll work all that stuff out.
And what about lost and running? What, what have you and John O'Shea discussed there? Um, he um, is still at the beach. He had a little bit of a setback in that last race that he ran in, and he's taken a little bit of time to come 100% right. So uh, originally we were actually going to go for that Canterbury Stakes as well, but uh, timing-wise we're probably a couple of weeks behind that schedule for that race. So uh, last chat I had with John, he was thinking first up the Galaxy and then the TJ and then the All Age, so a sort of three-start campaign. You know how good the horse can be. You know, horses have hiccups and they normally are at the wrong time, but you know you've got a horse of really good ability there. Yeah, you know, Hugh was absolutely gutted when he got scratched because he just thought he was flying. He galloped him on Tuesday and he just gave him such an amazing feel, you know, Hugh. And the way the race panned out, um, obviously the winner did, did a great job, but um, we would have been in the perfect spot um, given our draw. So um, if he had performed according to what Hugh thought he would do, um, you know, he, he would have gone very close, but obviously that wasn't to be. But he's still lightly raced horse. Um, those purring canters, which I love, they just get better as they get older. So we'll be back at the well again, and uh, hopefully we'll get a better result next time. And just finally, on a yearlings point of view, uh, I mentioned why we're all here is to look at these yearlings in preparation for Karaka. Um, uh, are you one that goes to the catalogue? You look at history. What, what sort of, which way does Carl Holt play it? Um, I look at pedigrees. I do quite a lot of pedigree analysis. Um, I like to try and spot stallions early in their career where they're on a rising trend and they're outperforming, you know, what they should be doing. And that's how I found Purring Canto. You know, you had smallish books, not very great mares at a, at a low service fee. And I, I just looked at all the results and saw, saw what he was doing and delved a bit deeper. And, um, you know, John found uh, Lost and Running for me. And, you know, I've got a few more of those Purring Cantos. Um, you know, they're lovely horses. If you look after them, they look after you.